the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. You know, it's, it's, it's not us who gives us our assignment in the body of Christ. And it's not the pastor who gives us our assignment in the body of Christ. It's the Holy Spirit that gives us our assignment in the body of Christ. Well, today we begin a new series here on Study Verse by Verse. It's a look at the body of Christ. As we begin this series, we do so with Pastor Leighton Sheely here on Study Verse by Verse, using his own life as an illustration with a recent motorcycle accident and how this relates to the body of Christ, especially when we find the body injured. For the details, let's catch up with Pastor Layton as we begin our new series, The Body of Christ, here on Study Verse by Verse. Uh, it's interesting to me to see how people interpret the events and the lives of others based on their own experiences and their own paradigms. Regardless of the accuracy or inaccuracy of how you folks have interpreted these events in my life, I am very thankful for the love that has been communicated to me by your interest in the events of my life. So thank you for your thoughts and prayers. Now, until about 10 days ago, uh, I had casts on both hands. And uh, before the casts came off, I was totally dependent on others for everything. I couldn't drive, I couldn't shower, I couldn't shave, I couldn't dress, I couldn't put my shoes or socks on, I couldn't feed myself, I couldn't, uh, I couldn't lift a cup of coffee to my lips in the morning, uh, I, uh, I couldn't make the coffee for sure, uh, I couldn't use a, a mouse and keyboard. In the first service, some of the staff applauded at that point. But um, My hands and my shoulders and my arms were so weak that I had to uh, kick my bed covers off in the middle of the night. Couldn't lift anything heavier than a cell phone, and if somebody wanted to have a conversation, the only way I could do it without causing intense pain in this shoulder was to rest my elbow on a table so I could converse with them. When I wanted to drink uh, something from a cup of water, it was quite an ordeal. My left arm uh, didn't have a broken shoulder, so it had the strength, but it also had the full cast, so it sort of missed my mouth. <laughs> my right hand had the uh, arm had the half cast, so it could reach the mouth, but it had no strength because of the shoulder. So I got a system down. I would take the cup, put it in my right hand, put my right hand on top of my left hand, and lift it up. And... That's how I got that to work. Crippled. I was crippled because parts of my body were not doing what they were designed to do. I was crippled. You know, oftentimes the body of Christ is crippled because parts of the body of Christ aren't doing what they're supposed to be doing. And I think that's one of the themes here of chapter 12 of 1 Corinthians. You see, the Bible teaches us that the church 
is the body of Christ. Colossians 1.18 says, Christ is also the head of the church, which is his body. And so the church is the body of Christ. And 1 Corinthians 12, verse 27, the, the passage that we're looking at, all of you together are Christ's body, and each of you is a part of it. So we are a part, each and every one of us is a part of Christ's body, and it's important that each and every one of us is doing her part, his or her part, in the body of Christ with our strength and our vitality for the body of Christ not to be crippled. Have you ever stopped to wonder or think how important you are, whatever your gift or calling might be, how important you are to the body of Christ? Each and every one of us uh, is important. There are no superfluous parts. There are no useless parts. Uh, someone might think to themselves, what value am I, since I can't do very much, whatever that might be, um, I, I mentioned the toenail being missing on the right foot. And in normal day-to-day -day activities, we don't think much about our toenails, I, I venture to say. And uh, after all, all that really does is kind of protect the toe. Well, while I still had the broken uh, ribs or fractured ribs and before I had the casts off and and uh, I was walking through my bedroom in the middle of the night on my way to the restroom, which 50-year-old guys have to do several times. And uh, my right toe struck a foreign object. I was immediately reminded of how important a toenail is. As tears came streaming down my face, and his inclinations of using vocabulary unbecoming a pastor <laughs> crossed my mind. I almost fell down, cracked ribs and all, because the toenail wasn't protecting the toe. Thank goodness for toenails. Now, if any one of you happens to be a toenail in the body of Christ, whoever you are, thank you for your service. <laughs> because you keep the body of Christ from stumbling. Because you're protecting. There are no unimportant parts of the body of Christ. And that's what Paul is saying when he writes in verse 15 through 17, if the foot says, I'm not a part of the body because I'm not a hand, that does not make it any less a part of the body. And if the ear says, I'm not part of the body because I'm not an eye, would that make it any less a part of the body? If your whole body were an eye, how would you hear? Or if your whole body were an ear, how would you smell anything? You know, what some of the Corinthian believers were saying is that they were unimportant because maybe they didn't have the assignment of their choice. They weren't a part of the body that they would have preferred. You know, it's, it's, it's not us who gives us our assignment in the body of Christ. And it's not the pastor who gives us our assignment in the body of Christ. It's the Holy Spirit that gives us our assignment in the body of Christ. 
And that's what verse 11 says. All these are the work of one and the same Spirit. And he gives them to each one, just as he determines. So whatever part in the body of Christ you fulfill, or you should be fulfilling, that has been selected for you, not by the pastor, not by yourself, but by the Holy Spirit. Whatever it is that we're called to do, we should do it to the very best that we can. Now, there's uh, two destructive attitudes that Paul addresses in this chapter. One is the destructive attitude, I am not important to the body of Christ. The body of Christ can function just fine without me. And the other destructive attitude is any one of us saying about anyone else, that person is not important to the body of Christ. And that's addressed by Paul in verse 21. The eye can never say to the hand, I don't need you. The head can't say to the feet, I don't need you. You know, for any part of the human body to consider another part as useless is ludicrous because each and every part contributes to the health and the well-being of the body. The muscles, they move the diaphragm that brings air into the lungs, and the lungs extract the oxygen. They pass it along in the blood that's pumped by the heart and filtered by the kidneys and the liver, and the whole system works together, and each part is dependent on another. And that's the way it is in the body of Christ. Each of us are interdependent in the body of Christ. You are important in the body of Christ. If you took nothing else away from you this morning, I would like you to take that. You are important in the body of Christ. Paul says in verse 22, in fact, some of the parts of the body that seem weakest and least important are actually the most necessary. And the parts we regard as less honorable are those we clothe with the greatest care. And so we carefully protect those parts that should not be seen, while the more honorable parts do not require the special care. So God has put the body together such that the extra honor and care are given to those parts that have less dignity. This makes for harmony among the members so that all of the members care for each other. If one part suffers, all of the parts suffer with it. And if one part is honored, all of the parts are glad. You know, that night I stubbed my toe. Every other part of my body knew about it. And every other part of the body wanted to come to the rescue in some fashion. And that's the way it should be in the body of Christ. If some of us are hurting, the rest of the body should know about it and should be able to respond, come to the aid, come to the help that's not taking place, we've got a communication problem. We've got a nervous system problem we need, to, we need to remedy. Now, we've talked about how important each and every one of us is as a part of the body of Christ, and, and it would seem logical at this point we might study the spiritual gifts, and perhaps in the weeks to come that we'll do that. But I, I'd like it to take it in a little different direction, and that being this direction this morning. I mean, if we are parts of the body of Christ then we should be contributing to whatever it is that the body of Christ is doing. Does that make sense? So then we should ask ourselves, what is the body of Christ doing so that we can look at what we're doing to see if we are contributing to what the body of Christ is doing or should be doing? So what should the body of Christ be doing? Jesus gives us that answer 
when he says, Go, therefore, and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything that I have commanded you. That was his instruction to his followers who became the church on the day of Pentecost when the Holy Spirit was poured out. And his instructions remain to this day. That's what his body, the body of Christ, the church, is all about. It's going, and it's making disciples and baptizing and teaching. Now, Jesus used the word go, and that's a proactive word. We, as a church, we don't wait for people to come to us. Now, sometimes they do, and we thank God when they do, but we're doing everything we can to be proactive. We're trying to go into our world, and we recognize the world begins right outside the doors of our church. And so we're, we're to go. We're to be proactive in seeking to make disciples. We're to baptize them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Well, this has been our first installment in our series, The Body of Christ. And we trust as you spend the next couple of weeks with us, you'll get a clear understanding of just exactly how the body of Christ operates. This has been Study Verse by Verse with Pastor Leighton Sheely. Information about the program and Church of the Highlands in San Bruno, where we originate, can be found on our website, highlands.us. Have a great weekend. We'll see you Monday. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.